0: Welcome to the marinade with Jason Earl, a free flowing conversation about the creative process with creative people. This is episode 135. And our guest is Kyla Janae Lacey. Kyla is a writer, performer, and visual artist who was born in the Midwest and raised in Central Florida. She's been written about and featured in the New York Times, The Atlantic, The Washington Post, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver and more. Her poetry has been viewed over 50 million times on various platforms. Her Twitter account and its ever-changing, clever names is a must-follow. She is brilliant. Hilarious, kind to animals, and an overall badass. This is a far-reaching conversation that touches on race, gender, performance, history, and so much more. Everyone, it is my great honor to bring you my conversation with Kyla Janae Lacey. And before I do so, please enjoy her incredible poem, Code Switch, from her album, The End of an Error.
2: I have friends that are women even have women in my family shit my mom's a woman some of them i have sex with some of them i love so how can i be a sex i mean racist i mean walking around with their asses out fancy shoes suggestive outfits how can i not think they all aren't thugs i mean walking around with their asses out fancy shoes suggestive outfits how can all of them be deserving of my respect and love i mean i respect and love my daughter she's half black so how can i be a race i mean she's half of me So how can I be a sexist? I just won't have her walking around like the women I take advantage of, the women I like to fuck, the ones who dress like they sell drugs. I mean, the thugs. What do you mean my racism is like sexism? I'm not even race, I mean sexist. I love my black queens. Just not all of y'all are queens. And I get to choose which ones I love and which ones I abuse, even though I ain't shit. I mean, I love black people. I just hate niggers. He wanted it. Standing there asking me to mind his business, he should have just showed me his ID. I mean, she wanted it. Senator asking me to give her the business her age I don't need her ID I mean he committed a crime He shouldn't have been black he shouldn't have talked back so of course he deserved to be shot at I mean she shouldn't have been drinking so it wasn't really rape She didn't respond to my advances so of course she deserved to be shot at I mean how is it police brutality when you commit a crime His body is not his so if it's lying in the street I mean how is it rape when you're already mine her body is not hers so if it's lying in the fetal position. I mean, black people are lazy and just not as smart. They need our direction. I mean, women are weak and just not as smart. They need our direction. I mean, black bodies were only built for hard work. I mean, women's bodies were only built for childbirth. I mean, yeah, boy. I mean, be female. I mean... I don't understand why I can't call you guys that when you call each other that. I mean, I don't understand why I can't call you that when it's a scientific fact. I mean, black people have nothing to offer, but I still love their culture and the ones that I can have sex with. I mean, gays have nothing to offer the black community, but I still love lesbians, the ones that I can have sex with. I mean, prison overseer. I mean, polygamist. I mean, there's only one race, the human race, so all lives matter. I mean, you were black first, so concentrate on that. I mean, stop blaming the white community for your mistakes. There's nothing holding you all back. Look at Oprah. I mean, stop blaming black. Men for your mistakes there's nothing to hold you all back look at oprah i mean white women are just more attractive i mean light-skinned women are just more attractive i mean you're a reverse racist every single time something doesn't go your way you all want to pull the race card i mean you must hate men every single time something doesn't go your way you all want to pull the rape card i mean daniel holt scott couldn't have raped all of those women i mean bill cosby couldn't have raped all of those women i mean being a black woman is like standing in the middle of an intersection where racism and sexism collide. Boom.
0: She got good shit. <laughs> she got me into psilocybin. And so that's our Christmas like tradition now. We trip on Christmas.
3: I tried LSD. I feel like, that. can we talk about this in the podcast? Yeah, hell yeah, we right.
0: can. Let's do it. We're rolling, so. Oh, yeah. well, this
3: is awkward. Okay, do I have headphones?
0: You don't have headphones. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, I can get you headphones if you want them. No, no, no. I was just checking the monitor. Um get that closer to you if possible. I don't want you to have to lean over, but
2: now I want to decorate my um light picture, my light <coughs> um, and my electrical plugs.
0: Oh yeah, outlets. she did that a few years ago.
3: Words, words, Kyla. <laughs> All
0: right, I think we're good. All right. So if you're like right there at that level, I think volume
3: wise or weed wise.
0: Uh, well, I mean, you know, the weed thing we can experiment with, have some fun with it. Volume wise, you sound great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. We can talk, we can get right into talking about drugs. Um, I was going to ask the heart, the really hard hitting Sorry. question to start
2: you <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of heart hitting, ah.
3: <laughs> heart hitting.
0: <coughs> none of this is edited out by the way. It's just going to be like 30 minutes of you coughing. It's with cool. With quips in between. I'm um, high, so. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> Let's get up it, up. then. <laughs> you can't have the Fiji water dog. I think it's a, it's important that we start with the most important question, which is, is it blue tufusis? Is it blue-tufus?
3: So Roy said it was tufus.
0: Okay.
3: I said it's I okay. think. Okay. I think it's like the. I
0: voted Tifus.
3: I personally believe it's Teefus. I think, yeah, I think Roy said it was Tufusis. So I have to go look at the poll again.
0: <clears throat> Ultimately, it came out. To, I checked it right before because I, I oh, wanted so to. Oh, so what? What was the Tufusis two, one? <sighs> fucking Roy. Fucking We're talking about Roy Wood Junior. Folks listening, and this is a. I, I I wanted to ask that question off the bat just because <laughs> Kyle's not I, checking his. I'm letter. checking this. <laughs> no, I'm checking
3: to see which one Roy. Wait. Picked.
0: Because uh, I'm pretty sure. He said it was two His
3: was yeah, two Okay. All right. So he won. Dang it.
0: Fucking A, Roy. Fucking A. Well, I'm sorry that, that things didn't turn out the uh, way that you had wanted. You win wanted. some, you yeah. lose some. Yeah. I've, I've I lost worst. I've <laughs> well, you don't lose much online. And that is. Whew, wow. Uh, that is something that I've. What? Huh? My phone is breaking up. What'd you say? I said, you don't lose much what? online. What? Huh? <laughs> Phone on silent. <laughs> you don't lose much. You do a lot of winning.
3: I need to stop doing the battles altogether. But I think I, the Orlando Tragic fans were mad at me today. I
0: know. I was, uh,
3: you brought it up. I wasn't going to say It's a say beautiful anything. day. Beautiful. It's a beautiful day in Orlando right now. <laughs> um, I mean, what happened was when I was a little girl, I was at an Anita Baker concert with my mom and my brother, and we had amazing seats. We were like the second row, some ridiculous shit like that. And what was, I don't even remember the name of the place. Was it the Bob Car?
1: Mm-hmm. I think it was the Bob
3: Car. Okay. And I was sitting in front of several Magic players. Okay. <laughs> Nick Anderson was one of them. <laughs> um, Tree Rollins gave me his um, autograph. Brian yeah. Shaw, I think he was just excited that somebody knew who he was. <laughs> and, I mean, I was a really athletic kid, so I knew who these people were. Like, it wasn't like I w- didn't know who they were. Right. And um, Nick Anderson was, like, maybe later. And I was like, I'm a little girl. Yeah. And so um, he didn't want to give me his autograph, and I hated them forever. And then I also was born in Chicago, so I, like, came to school with, like, a Bulls jersey on once. And they like... The the kids made fun of me, you know, because it was 94, 95 season and Shaq was coming harder, you know, even though his biological didn't bother. Do you remember (laughs) that song? They had you don't nobody. It's like it's like Shazam, right? Like nobody remembers when like because Shaq used to rap. I remember Shaq.
0: I remember the record Shaq Diesel. I had yeah. I had I had the cassette.
3: And then like I guess when All you were, jealous punks can't stop my yeah, dogs. Yeah. When they were going to the Eastern Conference Finals, which feels like forever ago that one time.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, like it was a big deal. And yeah. so they had this like rap song on the radio and it was I mean, I guess it's like it would have been like the the icky shuffle if they actually
0: But Shaq had like, yeah, he he sold like a million records. I I don't know. I don't. I think that number's right. I believe it. Uh, That's the worst. But you
3: got to remember, like in the nineties, you know, CDs was like and
0: I think they were called.
3: It's crazy to think that CDs were ten dollars back then, right? When you think about it, and people had hundreds of CDs.
0: Hundreds of CDs. Yeah.
3: My mother had like hundreds. Yeah. And they were like 10, 15 bucks back then. Yeah. Even with inflation today, I don't think I would do that.
0: I mean, my record collection's right there. And then I've got it. That's, but that's vintage. C- yeah. Like,
3: that's, that's not going to, that's appreciated in value, right? Like, right, no true. one's going to be like, oh, you got a Phil Collins CD? This is awesome. <laughs> like, the technology uh, hasn't even.
0: I mean, okay. So. You still listen to CDs a little a bit? A lot. Ah! A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So my car is, like, not old, old, but Mine is. it has an old-ass, like, uh, electronics it's, interface, right? You're so, into the, uh,
3: like, it is, like, a vintage thing. It's, like, a feel.
0: It's a lot of things. Like, the sound quality is great. I like being able to just, like, pop in the record, listen to the whole album. You know, I'm not flipping through. I'm not playing a playlist or some There's shit. There's
3: that. You know? There's that. That, that's, that has kind of gone by the wayside. But also, I think, in the last... 20 years without completely aging myself I think that musicality has depended way less on that Mm -hmm. where like you could listen to an album in its entirety and it'd be an enjoyable experience I don't think many artists today really have that but I mean because it's very much a single driven market so yeah. Now, I do like a good vinyl, though. The scratchy scratch noise, it's something about it. It's, like, rich. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it's a whole, I mean, it's. A, I try not to make it my whole personality, but it's definitely like a, You're it's my artsy. collection. It's fine. You know what it's I mean? It's yeah. Be who you are. Thank you. I appreciate this validation. This no, is starting off just No, perfectly. listen,
3: I, like, I, so, I, the listeners, I don't know how much they know, and I don't know how much you want to tell them, but it's obviously very artsy vibe here. Yeah. And uh, it's It's very comforting, actually. I'm
0: glad, and that's why I'm really glad. I really appreciate you coming over because I think it makes such a difference to sit like this in this space. Yeah. yeah. Or like if we're doing Zoom or something, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: I'm starting a podcast, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right,
0: well, let's definitely talk about that. I want to go back to Twitter real quick. Okay. um, Because I'm curious. Like, you eviscerate motherfuckers on Twitter, (gasps) and I'm curious, like, you get exhausted from it? Yeah. Okay.
3: So I think it, it's a it's a big trigger for me. Uh-huh. And I have to work on that. It's a big trigger. And what it is is I grew up in Seminole County. So really? it's not far. Yeah. I grew up most of my teachers weren't super stoked that their brightest student was also their darkest student. Mm-hmm. So I have a big trigger in terms of like, no, I am really smart. Yeah. And just, you know, as a general statement, I'm an artist. So people kind of have this very much like, Oh, she's not, you know, she's just doing shit kind of approach. Um, friend of mine, Matt was fired for, for showing my work to his class. Mm-hmm. And so I went to, it was a big deal. Like, I mean, he, we were, we were, he's i can't really speak too much about it but it's it's a big deal yeah but i went to the hearing and the lawyer was like oh you know well what do you have a degree in you know because i knew he didn't think that i was halfway intelligent and i was like history (laughs) um i had a court case recently and i can't speak too much on that because i was supposed to sign some things But I do know that I don't think that the other person. They did their research after the fact. Mm -hmm. I'll say Mm -hmm. that. Like Mm -hmm. they came in and and they called me Kayla. And they were like, oh, well, um," and I said, actually, it's it's pronounced Kyla. And he goes, oh, I'll just write it phonetically. And he writes KY dash L.A. And I said, so you agree. It's pronounced the way that it's spelled. And I can't like again, I I'm not allowed to say too much, but I yeah. will just say that after the first couple of meetings, he probably did his research. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he realized, like, oh, she might be slightly intelligent. So I, I recognize that it is a trigger. I think as a black person, as a woman, I'm always discounted for my intelligence. Mm. And so it's like I I have a lot of words that I know and uh, <laughs> I study foreign language. Like that was right. my original major. I was like uh, studied French and German and Spanish. And so I've always loved words. I've always loved how they like work. Uh, and so whenever somebody just says something and I think Twitter is a weird place, right? Twitter yeah. is purposely contrarian. Mm-hmm. Twitter does not versus like the old people app, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook. It's way more like, hey, you know, let's talk about this. Let's have an open discussion. Twitter is like, I'm going to quote Tweet, and I'm guilty of that, right? Sure. To show you how dumb this motherfucker is.
1: Yeah.
3: And um, I could take a joke, but I don't want to be the joke.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, so I think sometimes people just see like, oh, she's not going to say something back because my Twitter picture looks pretty innocuous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like, I can take a joke, but I... Y- I don't like disrespect. That's kind of weird. The thing
0: I don't understand is, and maybe I'm giving these people too much credit, but, like, the pinned tweet is this masterpiece, White Privilege, <sighs> and you, like, and you pull no punches in that poem. Like, who, who the fuck... S- I don't sees that people, and thinks, I'm going to mess with this person. <laughs> but I
1: also
3: don't think people know that's me in the tweet. Uh, because my hair is straightened and uh, straightened today. But 90% of the time, my hair is in an afro. Uh, and I had had it flat iron. And I was like, oh, I like this picture. And I just kind of... Then things were happening where I was like, I shouldn't change my picture too much because I change my Twitter name all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that people... Cause there were people who had been following me and they seen the video and didn't know it was me
1: or oh, wow. yeah.
3: So that's a, a thing that happens to me a lot is that people will see my work or like my tweets yeah, and they won't put they won't two and connection. two together. Even the artwork, like they won't even put two and two together that it's the same person that's doing those things.
0: That's lazy. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think,
3: I think part of it, it's not necessarily their fault. <sighs> It's the way that the internet is structured. Uh. The internet is very much structured to share um, results, not progress.
1: Yeah.
3: And true. that includes like one of the biggest things that was happening recently was, and you see me complain about people stealing my work all the time. Yeah. But one of my other poems, Frenemies, went viral. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have much to do with it because these large pages took it they did black and white screen, which I was like, all right. I, but I mean, that was their format, but they, they were putting their watermark on my work. And so the, yeah. So mm, the first mm. couple of times it was like, okay, because they would tag me in the caption. Yeah. And the first couple of times I like, eye roll, eye roll. And I'm like, you guys have seven, over 7.5 million views. Last time I checked. Jesus. And so other pages were taking it, other pages were taking it, other per- pages were taking it. And by the time it got into TikTok, People didn't know that it was mine. Yeah. So um, like one page, I told her, I was like, take my shit down. Because she was like, well, you know, I said, what makes you think that in what world? You didn't provide any for crafty. You weren't part of production. You weren't part of post-production. You weren't part of editing the video. You weren't part of sound. Not even to mention like the memorization, the writing, the editing, the knowing the things no. Someone's here. We got a guard dog. You guys have hibiscus. Yeah, we do. It's like my house. <laughs> I have pink hibiscus. It's like it's this like it's weird because like every artsy person has like the same vibe of like everything's totally different at the same time. That's um, great. But no, they were taking the video, and so like one. I had like this was like the third time it happened. And you're talking millions of years <laughs> later. Hey, man.
0: hey, you're gonna have to go outside. You're gonna have to go outside. What a that's just mom. Sorry.
3: No, listen, I mean, <laughs> I've I have cats. They like right. to be in my Zoom calls, whether I like them to be or not. Yeah. Um But no, so it, it got to a point like the third page did, and I was like, Okay, I'm I'm. this isn't funny anymore. And so I was like What makes you think you can watermark my work? Well, we we put put you in the caption. Yeah, but you watermarked my work. I said, You didn't even ask. Well, we were gonna we we were in a hurry. A hurry for what? Were you menstruating? Like, are you serious? (laughs) And again, it's like you spent you put some cheesy background music and like but but asking the actual person whose work it is if you could use it for your own promotion.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: and so I, I sometimes feel like I'm beating a dead horse um, but I'm also glad that I'm at a point in my career where I can say no and other other poets won't be as likely to be you know, Well, I get the clout so I have to take the abuse right. uh, and they know what it is like they know that the people want you know, their work to be seen but it's at what cost if I have to sacrifice my anonymity anonymity for you to have a claim to my stuff i don't i don't want it like i am very much attached to who like my work is like i'm very much the same person i don't believe in separating the artist from the art like Mm. because if i wrote it when i was being an asshole i'm an asshole like Mm. so i'm i'm just very big on you know my credit and i see like or i'll see memes with that I know, I wrote. You know, "Mommy Loves Wine" pages, <laughs> or um, I've had like Occupy Democrats steal my stuff. Oh, or, sure. yeah, and it's like, are you? You're uh, you were supposed to be yeah, for yeah, the yeah,
0: people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
1: supposed to that be was, for the people.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, not not to excuse anybody else's behavior. No, but like, but that's
3: it's like whole yeah, thing. that's literally your stick. Ninety nine yeah. <laughs> percenters. Like,
1: come on. <laughs>
3: Uh, And I I think, too, again, because what I write, I am able to write about things that are completely spectrumed Mm. because I write things that are really funny. At least I think so.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, But I also write stuff that's like very serious Mm. and like very socially aware. Mm. And I will say that when white privilege went viral, it was very difficult for people to. Uh, in their mind process that it was the same person. And I was like, I mean, mm. you see my stories on Instagram. Like I'm, I'm an idiot half of the day, mm. right? Like I'm singing to my cats.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but I think it's, again, people just don't know it's the same person. And I think part of it is people aren't used to somebody being multifaceted too. Yeah. You know, when you present yourself online, you kind of have to. This is this is my lane, and I just I drive all over. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I
0: think that's, I'm so glad you do. I think that's part of what I love about following you. I mean, you're my favorite Twitter follow. I oh, gotta be and nice um. soon. <laughs> I mean, I did not appreciate the magic hate today. I will say that. Ah, I will be honest with you about that. The magic got a good team. They're headed in the right direction. And Paolo is the future. And
3: I am willing to concede to magic greatness once the magic become great. Listen, I am a fair person. <laughs> I'm a fair person, but it was a literal joke that people <laughs> were really upset about, and I was like, it? Is a simple joke?"
0: I think the most like I love sports, but my whole online presence is the podcast, yeah. right? Like i I almost I, I put the dogs on there every once in a while. I mean, they're and that they're kind of they're stuff, cute right? people, yeah, yeah. But but I for the most part, I'm only talking about creativity and that kind of thing. Um, but you know, of course, when the former president was in office, I had some shit to say, and uh. with our governor in office, I had some shit to say.
3: God, that guy is such an I, awful person. He's the fucking worst. I, I know. Uh, interject real quick, but yeah. I legitimately did not think that there were there would be a politician
0: worse than Donald Trump.
3: I mean, Cruz yeah. is up there. Yeah. Cruz and Abbott are up there. Yeah. But DeSantis is.
0: It's a different level.
3: Wow, what a despot. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: He's probably the most wretched person I've seen in history in a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's given Hitler. So, but when I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It real. Yeah, for real. um, And that makes people uncomfortable because they don't want to acknowledge it, but it's fucking real. Um, I mean, hey, coming from a history major, boom. I think people don't want to...
3: Mm. Desantis is smart sure. very smart sure. right like yale harvard smart mm-hmm. and a lot of people describe him as the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. i think the problem with intelligence is that we equate intelligence or an IQ with an EQ and they're just not Not the same. same.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: They're not.
0: Yeah. Well, and speaking of which the EQ of, uh, and the IQ of a lot of uh, sports fans can come Mm. into play when you're saying stuff like that. I don't get like uh, all my sports tweets do way better than anything else that I talk about, and I'll like put so much work into an episode, <laughs> right? Like I've worked my ass off on this episode. I've done the research. This is I'll, gonna be a good one, though. It so is. It's, a, it's gonna be a great one. It's already a great one, Dang. right? We're already on fire. I have to
3: come back too.
0: That'd yeah, be wonderful, and like we could uh, like this is all so beautiful, and then I'll tweet about it, and and maybe nobody will say a word, and then I'll tweet about like the Reds calling up their uh, their prospect, mm-hmm. and it's like. Just all directions, right? All directions. People just get so emotional about sports. sports.
3: I I think the most interesting thing is like, you know, I mean, people are like, oh, you hate men. (laughs) I think I present things in a way that makes men uncomfortable, Uh. but I don't think that men realize how much vitriol that they spout out about women online. Mm -hmm. And so when they, when I say something back, it's like, ah. But I will say, I write twice a week for this publication. I will literally take paragraphs and tweet the paragraphs and the paragraphs will go viral, but no one will read the
0: article. That's infuriating. Whoa, it's infuriating. I
3: wrote an article about why we shouldn't say Karen anymore. I read that. Two minute read. It was a short read. People spent more time arguing with me in the comments about saying Karen than actually reading the article. It
0: was worth it was it was a short reading, it was worth reading.
3: Plus, you know, my mom is kind of over it. So <laughs> <laughs> And the lady I work for, her name is Karen too. Oh, that's fine. So yeah. But I'm it was just essentially Karens. like Call racism what it is like. Racism doesn't deserve a cute little moniker or like a nickname. It deserves to be rightfully called out. Right. And again, my mom's name is
0: Karen. Right. (laughs) I love that you do that calling out uh, of people. um,
3: I want to call out Jake Shields again so much. I was going to do something (laughs) real mean, but I was like, that's not fair
0: well you may you make you make folks think like you make m- me think about um one of the things that you've talked about f- a fair amount is white people using African-american vernacular yeah and I like as somebody raised on outcast yeah I, I, I know yeah. that I do it you know yeah. and so you've forced me to like look at myself and catch myself in moments because I think that there's this interesting overlap between yeah like you know that's southern a thing, right like being Th- Southern, absolutely and, you know,
3: thing. I think there is like, there's not a space, a healthy space for me to say every single moment is it's bothersome, right? Right. I think what happens is when the people who are learning the culture become the people who are driving it
0: Mm. and
3: I think that's the issue. Cause I can't sit here as somebody who's literally learned multiple languages that are European to say, and obviously there's, you know, different issues in terms of like, well, that's a, it's a, you know, whatever. But I think part of the issue is like when you go to the store and you see pickles, Oh snap. Right. Like, and again with me, right. Like Mm. a lot of my stuff has been commodified. Like Mm. a lot of my stuff has been taken and, you know, used without me being able to make any money. And then I think, too, it's why are you using that language, right? Like, mm. are you, because i got a friend, and sometimes people don't know that she is white when she is on the phone. And she <laughs> grew up, like, I mean, the lady who practically raised her is a black woman, so this, this is very much how she talks. Like, this yeah. is very much how she speaks. And I don't, I know that's my friend, so obviously I'm going to feel differently about it, but I don't even register because it's how she talks. Yeah. Um. I think, and again, I grew up where i code switched all the time um but also sometimes when you hear people use aave it's only when they're trying to be angry and aggressive like Mm. i'll beat your ass like Mm. okay chandler you know what i'm saying like relax (laughs) you know call your dad so you can call the lawyer like relax um and i think so certain things like that or When they are trying to and I see like people doing it on purpose to be like in my comments, because, you know, I had to check on Twitter all the lists I was on. Oh, my God. No wonder because they were just responding to stupid shit like me saying that Kiki Palmer was my aunt and sister. Uh Like they were just and I'm like, how are they seeing these? I'm on their lists. Uh, So I had to like uh block everybody. Uh, But I think, too, like sometimes they'll say it to me and they'll like mock me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't.
0: Oh, uh, well that's, that's just racist. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Like, yeah. I think
3: that there is a space for, there's going to be an overlap. So to yeah. fight every single overlap is ridiculous. But I think when there's also, when you know that you were made fun of for speaking that way, and now uh, it's a cool way to speak, uh-huh. you know, there's still that, like, there's still that rawness. There's still that soreness of saying like, yeah, you know, um, because like, I remember when I was growing up, and, Kyla, why don't you talk like a black girl? What does that mean? What does that even mean, yeah. I live down the street, you yeah, know? So yeah. I think it's... Sometimes it's way less listen and way more speak. Yeah. And I think if it was balanced more, I don't think people would have as big a deal with it. But I think, too, there is so little left of culture with black people that is tangible and hasn't been commodified you know so yeah. it kind of there is an understandable sensitivity you yeah. know it's like like i said oh snap pickles which are tasty by the way it <laughs> has uh,
0: <good> pickles <laughs> you know but <laughs> yeah i you know I, obviously i it's a different very di- it's a different thing but a, a similar kind of concept of like i know that i remember going to college and I grew up in Ocala.
3: Okay, okay.
0: Right? So I went to college. Sorry in, to hear that, by the way. Um, oh, my mm. God. Yeah, well, yeah. we don't have time to unpack too much <laughs> of that. <laughs> oh. But we might get into it. I, Ocala was in the news recently, unfortunately. <laughs> so yep, saw that. Times are
3: changing. Not really. Not
0: really. Mm. No, I, I think it's backslid quite a bit. I hate going there now. Um, I don't
3: know. I, listen, I don't blame you.
0: Yeah. It, and I don't think I realized. I, I know I didn't realize in the moment how racist and homophobic yeah. and just bigoted overall Florida. Ocala is especially. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, Ocala is especially bad yeah. about that stuff. Yeah. And you know, when you're in it and you're a white cisgender heterosexual guy, you, you don't yeah. know fucking notice that. Right. Like I didn't,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I didn't notice how bad it was. It took me getting out. It took me like, mm-hmm. you know, traveling, experiencing things, reading, um, to get to a place where I went like, Oh man, my upbringing was fucked up, you know, like, (laughs) like that's not how the world should be. (laughs)
3: But what's crazy is I had that same experience. Like when I went to college, I went to UCF, Mm -hmm. um, because I had moved to Florida as a kid, but I like moved from Chicago. So I lived in a very black neighborhood to a very white neighborhood. Like it was complete night and day. So to go from like the South loop of Chicago to winter Springs.
0: You know what I'm saying, like you know,
3: and to um, how old were you? I was at nine when I was? Oh shit! Okay, so you're like really aware. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like right when things are important. Yeah. Um, and to go from, you know, I legitimately did not know that black people were minorities. Oh wow! Like, legitimately didn't know. That's interesting. So, um, to go from being surrounded by Kids that look like you to being like one or two yeah. of other, you know, like black kids in class was a culture shock to say the least. Yeah, and I experienced a lot of racism, whether it was blatant, because some of it was, mm-hmm. or whether it was, you know, teachers playing, you know, games with my grades or whatever. Because mm. I didn't get C, I got C's on English papers.
0: That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Like
3: I got C's yeah. on English papers and I was correcting other kids' papers.
0: Yeah. yeah. I had like. So, not just like the racism of low expectations. No, but, but like and, and it's actually changing your.
3: What's crazy is, because wow. I'll say her name, Mrs. Bronner, yeah. my fifth grade teacher, I remember specifically asking to be tested for gifted. Yeah. And she would not, she said I wasn't ready to be tested. Jesus. But every Friday, she would send me to. The kindergarten class, the three kids with the highest scores in the class, would go to the kindergarten class to tutor in reading. So essentially, I was allowed to advance the education of a a, of a white student, but not my own. Oh my god! Because we 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 were tutoring them to like because they were you know. So I just thought you know stuff like that, uh, was stuff that I grew up with and. I mean, my drama teachers weren't nice. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. and you know, but you're like, damn, like, what the fuck did I do to you? Yeah. And so, as you age, and I came out of that, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. And I mean, I was a weird kid too. So, um, shout out to my German teacher because she is the best ever. Oh, but nice. um, and we're still we like we still speak like you know That's years great. later. But yeah, um, yeah, like that was my experience. Like when I got to college, I was just kind of like. Oh wow, that was a lot. Well, you know, and for
0: context, for people listening who don't know this area, like UCF ain't that far. No, from no. Winter Springs, <laughs> right? No, it's like, not. It's no. right down the road. It's
3: literally what ten miles? Maybe. Not even ten. Maybe. No, not yeah. even. That's, that's maybe five miles away. Yeah, but it is a totally yeah. different world. Yeah. Yeah, it is a totally different world. That's really yeah, because like depending on what part of you know Oviedo area, yeah, yeah, that's um, really interesting. and just going to college and seeing like I happen to accidentally have all black roommates, mm. so that was a you know, and I'm like still listening to Fiona Apple, and they're like, what are you listening to? And I still listen to Fiona Apple, but yeah. um, it was very much a culture shock in college because I was very much bombarded with a lot of these negative stereotypes that I'd also internalized. Mm. Um, you know, in high school, I was very much compartmentalized for mm-hmm. people. You mm-hmm. know, for their whether I agreed to it or not. You know, it was like, "Oh, you're different," mm-hmm. or you. And I'm like, I'm only different because you like me. Mm-hmm. I'm only different because you've. I defy what you think black people are, and mm-hmm. that is the only way that you can feel safe about liking me is mm-hmm. because you were taught that this is what black people are like and i'm not like that
0: yeah how did how did you you know n- uh, now you can go on twitter and ruin somebody <gasps> but then like were you in person like eviscerating people <laughs> or like how were you react or did you just take so it So my you
3: first know? i was in eighth grade mm-hmm. And I'm a very sensitive person, which is mm. probably why I react too too often for my own personal mental health. Yeah. Um, but I was in eighth grade and I remember. this Girl, Jamie, and something was happening, but it was literally right in front of the garbage just dumps- dumpster in front of my <laughs> mom's house that she lives in today. And Jamie said, the color of your skin. It was like a couple of kids. The color of your skin makes you look like shit. And I oh will never God. forget that. And I said, oh, give it up for Jamie. Good one. <laughs> everybody clap for Jamie. <laughs> and everybody started clapping, but they were laughing at her. Yeah, and yeah. she felt so tiny. Yeah. And um, and then, like, my best friend, whose birthday is... Well, in high school, I had two best friends, and one uh-huh. is birthday today. But she... Um, she and I wrote a really mean note, and I think I wrote the note. But
0: uh, So humor was kind of your way of early on processing it. And I wish I it? were better at it then. Uh-huh. I
3: wish I were better at it then. Yeah, I yeah. think I did so much trying to stay, like, under the fray.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. I think that was, like, important for me to – because it was stressful. Like, school yeah. was stressful. I went to Lake Brantley, like – so that mm. should tell you, mm-hmm. like, it was a stressful environment. Mm. And I think I just really did my best to kind of survive it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know how stressful it was until I left, mm-hmm.
0: if that makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. I mean, I I think what, you know, being the white guy in that environment, I have spent most of my adulthood Un, like rewiring my mm-hmm, brain mm-hmm. about things right because you're you you're growing up in this environment where the norm is racist mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so then as an adult I can't just be like oh I'm no longer racist yeah, yeah right like yeah. I have to go oh shit that thought was a racist thought yeah. I need to process that, you know, or and that. Honestly, I think we're all guilty of things that we should have to com- unpack and like confront.
3: Like, yeah. you know, even me, I'm like, oh, that's a shitty thing to think. That's a shitty thing to think. Like, yeah. and I mean, that's just kind of a human nature thing. But it's like, also, do I go spread those thoughts? Do I, right. like, if you ever actually even see me. Um, online like I'll never be like oh your lips or you know like I think the most I've ever said is like go fuck your sister you know like some shit like that you know? so. <laughs> but um, as a general statement folks I'm, if you
0: are not already convinced to follow <laughs> Kyla on all the social like, medias you
3: be, you're fucking with me do but you'd be fucking your sister like some shit like
0: that yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. but I think for me I do my best to not um, combat people versus the racism. Like I my hmm. issue because like oh you hate white people. I don't. I legitimately don't. I hate yeah. white supremacy. And so you'll never really see me saying something like stereotypical. Like I mm. don't, you know, some people say, "Mayo, I don't I don't engage in that." Like Yeah, yeah. Cuz I'm I'm not interested in being like somebody that I that is harming me. Like I'm not interested in using his tactics, their tactics to to get them to to be nice, I'm not used. To, I'm not interested in that. Right. But I will talk about your ass a little bit in a different way. <laughs> so.
0: Well, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about, I got to see you perform last night.
3: Oh, you, of course you. Uh, Why didn't you say hi?
2: Well,
0: because there's a lot of people and like, I'm still getting comfortable with being in crowds. Okay. Like okay. COVID no, world. No, listen. And uh, so I was just like, I don't want to sit. Like, no, I don't wanna, you should have like, said hi. And then also I was really tired. Okay, I was that's about, understandable. And I was about just on the cusp of getting the drunk social battery. And well, and also I was yeah. like kind of buzzed. And I yeah. was like, I don't want her first impression I of me was, to listen, be that. Like, I
3: was. I the edible hit.
0: You know, if I'm being real, it's listen. like part of it was I had a half a buzz and I no, was like, no, no, <laughs> listen.
3: Uh, my edible hit while I was on stage, so I was
0: like, okay, I we're figured. just
3: gonna go with it. Oh, spy. you
0: crushed! I Thank mean, you, crushed. Like I have been looking forward to seeing you live for a long time. Well, you
3: had to come to the hour show.
0: The what? I'm doing a whole hour. When? In July. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing do a that. whole hour.
0: Yeah, I, it wasn't enough for me. I wanted more. Yeah, but, I'm doing um, a whole hour, and okay. if not more, because I. Could,
3: um, we actually, I'm actually going to go look at the venue when I leave here. Okay. But I, um, I, you know, I did college shows for 10 years.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, I haven't officially made the announcement. I probably won't be doing t- college tours anymore, but, oh, okay. um, I guess this is official, right? Uh, okay. But yeah, I, you know, not? so
1: oh, college tours, <laughs>
3: I was talking to my friend who also does, who did college shows for a long time and uh-huh. he was probably the most booked poet in the college tour circuit and Uh, I was second. Okay. So, um I mean we're aging out. He's he's a bit older Mm. than me, but not by much. Uh we look younger, so that works. Uh but the travel is awful. Oh uh it's awful. Yeah. And when you first start out, it's like really a great opportunity. The market has changed. Like there's so much, but like if I were to do my own tour, for instance, I can kinda okay, I'm I'm pick a big city, you know, Whatever. In college tours, I have to fly in. Um, I'll have to drive a few hours yeah. to do my show. Then I'll have to turn back around and drive more hours to go back towards the airport. Right. And, you know, get a hotel. Maybe get something to eat if it's not super late. And then fly out early in the morning. Because, mm-hmm. like, in February, I did, for three weeks, I did uh, 13 flights in three weeks. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, so, it was... flying for four days in a row every week for three weeks right um and then you know it's like when i first started you know i was younger i was 10 years younger so i was closer to their age yeah yeah um and i think the climate at colleges were different you know it was way more we want to be open-minded. Now it's there are people who want to be open-minded and there are people who absolutely think being open-minded is a bad idea, which is crazy when you think about, like, that is essentially what, like, being open-minded and cognizant of other people's environments or or things that are different is somehow bad so that's the whole that
0: defeats the whole purpose of college i mean to no, me it's, yeah it's literally all about I, the exposure to new i 100
3: percent learned way more outside of classroom
1: yeah,
3: yeah. uh than i did inside of the classroom yeah but you know so the travel has kind of been a lot since i got into Carson in 2019 mm. um but also i i was heckled twice which isn't really common for me to be heckled yeah and one of the the times i was heckled though the, the a student advisor said i handled it really well but it was very much an 18 year old cis head white guy who just got to sleep as freshman you know yeah. it was literally freshman week and you know just wanted to be an asshole and he, you know yeah. he's like oh can i do some poems and she was like no and said please it's really good you know just being ridiculous and so you know he read it in front of me. And he said, did you like it? And I said, honestly, no. <laughs> and I, you know, again, yeah. because people don't have a problem being rude. They're just shocked at your response yeah, to yeah. their rudeness, right? right. Um, I'm the person who responds when people interrupt me at the grocery store or interrupt when you're like a retailer or something, you're at Target and you're talking to somebody and somebody comes up and says something. I'm like, oh, your manners are also an aisle five. <laughs> I'm that person. Like, I that yeah. is a big pet peeve for me. But yeah. um, so... He's like, why? And I said, honestly, I think you were trying to make fun of me. And I said, this uh. is what I do for a living. This is uh. my job. This isn't something funny for me. Yeah. And I said, so I find it really, really rude that you think that you can come and mock me. And then I am going to take it well. Right. And so, um, and I told him, I said, you know, you have to learn that not everything is for you. Yeah. And so I don't need, you know, So she was like, you know, you handed it really, handled it really well. But I'm like... I'm literally old enough to be this kid's mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to take this abuse from, like... So, I think the difference is, like, I want to do my own shows, and Mm -hmm. I want people to be um, happy that I'm coming, not happy that they came. Mm -hmm. So, because when you go to college, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, um, I don't even like poetry, but I'm so glad I came. You came for the
1: cupcakes.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, I, it's a beautiful experience, absolutely beautiful experience, where people can say they did not like something or they thought they didn't like something, and I made them like it. Mm-hmm. I am not negating that feeling from them or from me, yeah. but I've done it for 10 years. I'm ready to go to audiences that are specifically like for me and know that I'm coming and want me to come and want me to, you know, like. M- and then I also get to do poems that I probably wouldn't be doing at the colleges. So right,
0: right. Yeah. Well, last night. Forgotten <laughs> <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you definitely didn't forget anything last night. I mean, just absolutely slayed. Why, thank you. And I was so glad that I got to see it. Um, I'm curious about like how much so that was an interesting contrast too. Uh-huh. Because and I and I don't mean this to shit on anybody that performed uh-huh. that night at all. But it was an interesting contrast seeing the whole day, right? The whole night. Cause yeah, because like, I got there later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. you know, it's open mic. And so there's some folks who aren't even close to his experience. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. As you, or as good as you. And then there's some folks that were pretty damn good. Yeah. Like there yeah. was a dude, I don't, I don't know if he's somebody in town, but he was like, kind of built like me, um, white shirt. And he was wearing like a red necklace. And I can't remember the details of his poem, but he was awesome.
3: I'm gonna have to figure that out. He
0: was really, really good, and uh, it, but that was an interesting thing to see throughout the night because yeah. you're you command that stage. It was interesting to hear I to hear you say something about performance and anxiety earlier. Oh yeah, bad. Because you were just like you have this command of the room. It's gotten better over time.
3: I will say it's gotten better, and that's one of the reasons why I think I stopped doing college shows. Because uh, I was like, I don't have anything else to give. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a situation that happened where uh, it's kind of petty, but like, oh, fuck it. I'm, I don't have anything to lose. My ex-roommate stole a poem that we wrote together and lied about stealing the poem. Mm-hmm. And she had to introduce me in February.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes. So what did that feel like?
3: I thought I would be... I didn't know because I... I'm really bad at reading emails in their entirety. (laughs) Um, But I didn't know she was going to be there. So i like go to this school and they're like, oh, do you know such and such? And I was like, I hate that bitch. Like, oh, well, she's here. Oh, oh, wow, this is awkward. I didn't mean to say that. It slipped. Um, (laughs) The the part that hurt the most was this was somebody I really cared about at one point. Uh You know, I really like we weren't just roommates. We were really good friends. Yeah. I think in the poetry community, it's kind of hard to have friendships when you're competing against each other. Mm -hmm. Um, but it also, I went outside and I was like, no, you are going to run these poems, bitch, Mm -hmm. because you are not going to mess up today. (laughs) And I did such a good job. And I was like, great. Now this has to be my standard, you know? So in a way it was good because, It made me say, "Okay, this is your new standard, right? Like Mm -hmm. you've been listen. You've been doing a great job over here. You're superior, but not for you. Take it up a notch." Um, And then it was like, "Okay, you can leave now." Like that was (laughs) what you needed to see. Yeah. Like you can leave now. Like she can copy the recipe, but the sauce will never taste Uh, the same. uh, You know. uh, Yeah. And that's like legitimately how I felt afterwards. Like yeah like I wasn't
0: That's that's a good that's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. You know,
3: and as I age, you know, I recognize that just because an experience had badness to it doesn't mean it was a bad experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Um i mm-hmm.
3: I'm still not like completely over that situation cuz it was sure. just a lot of gaslighting and a lot of she called me florida woman which is hilarious you know cuz she was saying like oh florida woman line i don't like oh but i pulled out the receipts later like i sat on the receipts and that's a thing too on twitter i am very good with the receipts like i yeah, will let yeah, me yeah. search yeah, this are. person's <laughs> tweets but yeah, imagine are. like also these are messages that i have because they're sent to me so i'm going to I delete yeah. bitches i don't delete you know text messages like yeah so um it was a way uglier debacle than, you know, we have time for it. But I uh, maybe I'll explain in another podcast because, like, I don't really have much to lose now. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was just kind of like a full circle moment. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is another reason to leave. Like, you've, you've learned all you need to learn. Because, essentially, when you're performing at that type of demand for so long, where I'm performing for an hour, you know, and granted, it may not be every day, but for two or three months, it's... Like I'm doing an hour, yeah. multiple times a week. It's a lot. That's that's a lot, yeah. you know. And you have to really, really hone your craft. Yeah. And so college shows gave me a really,
1: okay,
3: safe way to do that. Maybe you know, like the learning curve was sharp at first because I still had to get it together.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, but a lot of poets, you know, they oh, like do 20 minutes set is a lot for them. Yeah. So to have to do an hour, like you have to learn yourself yeah you know and so that was the thing i was like okay well i've i've i'm gonna take all of the knowledge and all of the the breath control and the learning how to emote without screaming and Mm. all of that and i'm going to put
0: it now into something else so are you learning that stuff from like watching other people are you taking like are you reading things on that like where does that part come from those mechanics
3: so when i first started doing poetry here Uh um I would kind of look around and be like, I'm a really good writer. Why am I not? You know, and it's not like about receiving the acclaim, but it was, you know, interesting to see people that you felt like I'm a better writer than them win poetry slams. Yeah. And in hindsight, I'm very glad that I, I mean, I would do poetry slams and I would go to finals and, you know, I do final stage all the time, but I'm very glad I never won because I think, poetry slams in particular win very much to screaming a lot to win. Uh, uh-huh. uh, now there's two people that win a lot. I would say Rudy Francisco and Ed Mabry win a lot and they're not like big on screaming. But Rudy in particular has a really quiet, controlled manner of speaking.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Um, and I wouldn't necessarily say I studied it but I would say it allowed me to accept that I could do that. Like I didn't have to scream in order for people to understand me that the, that the words did matter. Oh, wow. And then too, with college shows, that was a thing. Like a lot of the poets would come and they would do the college conferences and they would – wouldn't get any schools because they would scream. And it's like your target audience is 19 year old white girls. They're not going to want you to scream at them. Like that is so it had to. So college shows also forced me to be way more conversational. And I think that conversational approach in my work yeah, um, resonates with people one because they can hear it and understand it, but also because it's way less just a poem. It's about a story that I'm telling you. Yeah. So that kind of resonates with them as well.
0: Oh my gosh, this is all such gold. Thank you. Plus, if
3: I mess up, it's like easier yeah. when it's conversational versus it's like, yeah. you know, it's like. Perf-
0: well, one of the things that takes me out of it. This is this is true for music too. Like, um, when I'm watching a so like I'll I'll. I'll, I'll Write folk songs like protest folk songs, and I'll, I'll play them at open mics. Sob Marley, that's a, good oh, that's a good Twitter name I just came up with. Sob Marley, oh, I love that's that.
3: A good one. Oh, you have to tell, um, like, my I'm Twitter so, names are like, yeah, kind of we legendary. do need to talk about yeah. that
0: too. Yeah, um, that your Twitter names are in fact legendary. I was trying to find. I have a whole list. I was gonna say, is there a list? There's a list. I was trying to. There was a Ken Griffey Junior. reference you made, and I'm which s- one
3: was I? I'm trying not remember what you said. Ken Griffey. It was probably Ken Griffey Junior. Mafia.
0: <laughs> I think that was exactly what it was because it was like melding two of the things. I do that a I lot like, of the, the portmanteau
3: of the names. Yeah, I do yeah. a lot of that one.
0: That was great.
3: Yeah. Knuck a few Buckingham Palace was a favorite. That's an amazing one. I saw somebody put it as their Twitter location. I was like, middle <laughs> finger. I know.
0: I know where you got that from. That's funny.
3: What is it now? Oh, it's Orlando Tragic it's today. Tragic. Oh. yeah. Yeah. Too legit to quit. No, R2D2 legit to quit. <laughs> that was yesterday's. And people like oh, to send me The Twitter names And I, I like I'm oh. actually appreciative That they send them to me yeah. But I don't ever use them Because it takes out the, Like the yeah. fun for me Is like being Completely high And then like <laughs> Sitting there giggling Because I said The stupidest shit in the world I'm like yeah. <laughs> like that's the uh, fun for me is yeah, like yeah. coming up with it myself
0: like you know i'm so honored that i was here for that moment that the uh, Saab marley has, ah, is born it's so-
3: and- i'm gonna I mean, i'm gonna at you tomorrow like Saab marley I, I actually have like there's a list of maybe 200 of them two 300 at oh, this wow. point okay uh and then sometimes i have to go back because I'll forget that I haven't Uh, used some of them along the way. Like I'll skip around. Yeah. Yeah. So let me see. What do I have coming up? Oh, that's fun. What do I have coming up? Um, I have, Oh, the one I came up with this morning.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's really good. And then you see the Orlando Magic reference when Gilbert sold out arena.
0: <laughs> that's good too.
3: I was like, "Oh, you guys are gonna be mad at me. We're gonna make it
0: worse." <laughs> that's so great, so great. But I think, like, when somebody's performing and they don't have, um, and I don't know if this is an ableist like attitude that I have right now. Um, we'll work through it. It's fine. Yeah, as I, I say, I'm sure you'll. Me it. correct me if it, if it is but when somebody has like a phone fo- their phone out and they're reading oh. off the phone it really takes it's me out of the moment it's a
3: definitely distraction yeah.
0: it doesn't bother me if someone has like a lectern or something you know or a music stand that doesn't bother me i understand a hundred percent where
3: you're coming from sorry about that and i don't know why that is right yeah I don't know if it's our, because like sometimes when when people write poetry, they'll make a reference to something and like text message in the poetry. I'm like, I hate when people say text messages in poetry because I think it's a fleeting technology, but mm-hmm. it's not right. Yeah, because it's all about universal appeal. Like, is this gonna be something that's gonna be important twenty years later? Yeah. I mean, text messages. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was me. Um, baby text baby. messages have some. Or have clearly have survived. Yeah. Um, but also the phone is so small, and I think it really takes, it draws the energy into the hand and mm-hmm. the people. Because like I've seen people like, okay, I'm a, and then go back, but people usually don't do that. They're so focused on the hand, mm-hmm. and the letters are small. So I think there's a lot going on. I think yeah. when you have a, a larger thing to look at, people do it. Because like I don't necessarily like to read. But I've even read off my iPad before, and I don't even like to do that. Yeah, but I completely understand what I you're had, saying. My,
0: I had a uh, public speaking teacher in, in law school, and she. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Florida Coastal in okay, Jacksonville. Okay. Okay. And she called me out on because I had I had my speech or whatever, and I'm a really good public mm-hmm. speaker. It's a mm-hmm. strength of mine, and so like I had the I had the uh, the sheet, and I went to go up there with it, and she's like, "Leave your blankie." Leave your blankie, <laughs> and I was like, "Bitch!" No, I no. I, well, I needed it. I needed her to say it like yeah. that, you know, uh-huh. because I think otherwise I would have kind of been stubborn about it and mm. been like, "No, I want this thing." But she kind of called me she out, challenged you, right? Yeah. And I actually appreciated it. Yeah. Um, and she was right. I didn't need the fucking thing. And my speech was way better without me having it there to go back to. Right. I had to think on my feet more. I had to make those adjustments on the fly rather than be beholden to that. You mentioned earlier, like if, you know, sometimes you're going to miss a word or two. Yeah. And if you've got that, if it's yeah. in front of you, you're much more likely to like go back. Care about to care it. Care about, about it. it. Right. Yeah. yeah Versus yeah. if you're going off the cuff, like nobody knows I slip, miss that word. Yeah. Right? You know. So- when people ask me about like
3: performance, uh, one of the things I was like, I remember my old mentor. She's not my mentor anymore, mm. but um, that I that remember the podcast from, <laughs> that is definitely another <laughs> podcast. But she, when I told you about poetry women, but no, she, <laughs> um, I saw her perform before she was even my my mentor. I saw her perform at the showcase with like three or four other poets, and she was the only woman there. And knowing her, she's just like a very larger than life character right like she's yeah. just very she dresses the part too like me you would know that i'm like ridiculous over the top like person because i'm just like very like oh jeans and a t-shirt mm-hmm. but she's very like bangles and big hair and you know she had a mohawk like just very yeah. much a personality she just takes up all the energy and, and not necessarily in a bad way right and i remember seeing her perform and she was doing this poem And she dropped the poem and and it's like hundreds of people in there. And she goes, Oh, it was a really good poem. Oh, well, move on. And I was like, and I think, right. Like out of the few things that I needed to see in my career, that was one of them. Yeah. That was the thing I needed to see because what it showed me was you control the energy in the room not them and more yeah. importantly the audience wants to see you win yeah. and I always tell I always tell the like my you know if I do my writing workshops I always tell them the audience wants you to win they want to understand you they want to they're not their immediate thing isn't to make fun of you they yeah. want to, to be drawn in that's what they're here for Right. and if you mess up like it's your words so yeah. fuck it
0: that's what tell my students too like, yeah you know I teach uh, English and social studies and uh, yeah I mean, if we got to mm-hmm. do a, a presentation, yeah. especially a kid who's maybe very uncomfortable in front of, yeah. you know, speaking, I'm always like, we're all rooting for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like help it now. It's easier said than done. Oh, right? absolutely. Of course, but yeah, but I think that's such an important thing to remember is that you they control came, the energy. Yeah, yeah. You control the energy. I love that. I love that phrasing of it.
3: I did NACA. My last NACA I did. And I'm trying not to get too messy on the podcast. <laughs> I was my old agent. Um, was there, and my old agent is also represented by somebody I may or may not have mentioned in earlier in this podcast okay, <laughs> okay. or represents someone now in this podcast. Uh-huh. So it was a bit of a awkwardness at first. Uh-huh. Um, but again, like I said, you know, just because I had a bad experiences I mean it was all bad because my old agents they discovered me and when I was you know nobody, and I probably would have quit long ago if I hadn't have had that opportunity so. You know, thank you for to them for sure. Uh but NACA is a big deal. It's these college conferences where you kind of go and you say, This is me and there's act not actors, but there's there's musicians there, there's people from Weil and Out there's mm. met people from Reno nine one one, there's big oh, wow. public speakers there. I've uh, met a few people from The Voice there. Actually I met Pete um Davidson before he was Pete Davidson. Oh, that's there. pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, I've seen you before. And he was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, was like, but he. this was before he was Pete Davidson, yeah, but yeah, he was, yeah. you know, but he had just gotten off like he did in uh, the night Tonight Show or something like that. But there's a big, you know, and poets are very much in the low man on the totem pole at these conferences. Sure. And I messed up on stage in front of thousands of students. And you're literally, you have 10 minutes to convince these kids that you, they are important to you, and you should, they should bring you to their school so you can eat for the next year.
0: Oh, uh, wow. Uh-huh. That's, that's a lot of pressure.
3: That's, I mean, look, that the gas money that is going into that car is money from February. Like, yeah. So it's, it's, it, if you do good, you do good, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and I messed up on stage and I kept, and I like repeated a stanza. And at first they were like, and they just uh, they were rocking with me, right? And so yeah. I got off stage, and I was just like, "All right, I'm ready to fucking get off stage." And my old agent came up to me. and He was like, "Kyla," and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "You had me worried because again, we've 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 crossed the bridge. You know, the bridge yeah. burned, but we managed to get on the other side either way." And so he was like, "But did you see them?" And I was like, "No." He was like, 2 thirds of them were standing up afterwards." Oh wow. I but I was so still like in my shit about oh I fucked up, yep. and he was like, "No." You were the only one that got a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so that was just like a moment. It's like, okay, you fuck up, you keep going. Like, I think a lot of times people just get flustered. And it's like, just take a step back. Like,
0: Yeah. Well, that's when that breathing and stuff comes in handy, too. Yeah. And the experience. Because that blood pressure can get yeah. real yeah. fast. Yeah, that's like,
3: also why I drink coffee when I perform now. Really? Yeah, like that's... I hate to say it, but I have developed a performance cocktail okay. of um, coffee and weed. Okay. Well, well, yeah, that is man. my performance yeah. cocktail. Okay. And I mean, I microdose, you know, in the morning sometimes, but it may not okay. be the day I microdose, but that's right. for the ADHD. But uh, if you hadn't noticed, but um, <laughs> because the coffee does a really good job with my memory. Oh, interesting. So it keeps me from forgetting the poems. Yeah. But the weed kind of counteracts the jitteriness of Mm -hmm. the coffee and Mm -hmm. kind of puts me at ease. So I'm alert, but I'm at ease. It's like a really nice balance between the two. So that's that's 99% of the time you see me perform. There is a cup of coffee sometime during that day and uh, a bowl
0: of weed. (laughs) That's great. I'm glad you found that. I'm Uh, glad you found that particular cocktail. I am too. I am too. Yeah. Um, like exactly one glass of wine before I, perform. I can,
3: I can imagine, no, cause I used to do mm-hmm. alcohol and I was like, but it would fuck with the memory.
0: You don't seem to really like alcohol. I right? don't.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm peer pressured in my old, uh, the last moments of my thirties that I have left. <laughs> um, like that's the running joke. It just like, gets better. Yeah. But you know what? It's <laughs> interesting. Like, I feel like this is the best time in my life that yeah. I've ever like, and I wouldn't have imagined that, you know, 20, 30 years later, you know, yeah. like, or not later, but um, I mean, shit, even five years ago, I was not going to be here, you know, in my mm-hmm. head. Mm. So uh, to be in a moment where I'm like, I really like myself. That's awesome. You know, like, uh, I really yeah. like myself.
0: That's great.
3: And I do think that that has changed even just even how I perform, like uh. it, it makes me Command the space more because yeah. I'm more confident as a person.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, th- that makes a ton of sense. I mean, you know, having that sense of self worth and going like, I have something valuable to, to say yeah. and to add. Now I'm going to share that thing with you. I'm going to be Beaches. way. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be way better in that moment than I am if I'm worried about, you know, not able to get out of my own way. Right, like <laughs> this
1: is such good weed. <laughs>
0: It's really good. I'm glad. That's awesome. She's a keeper. <laughs> she is a keeper. Yeah. Uh, I think Kyle and Chris became best friends. <laughs> the, but the
3: similarities in our like tastes are really interesting because it's also like our tastes are very different mm-hmm. like from the average person. Yeah. So we have the same color and we like the same color. Mm-hmm. Um, the ombre, pink. Mm-hmm. The patterns. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I think, yeah, I think... Our, the weed. <laughs> Our tastes are different too. Chris and I's are, but it they they intersect in the right places. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are, um, I think that's that's part of what makes us work so well. Is like I've got my my own shit, you know, and sort of my own interest mm-hmm. and taste, and she's got her own interest and taste, and then they they cross over in just the right right moments. You know, but in the right I
3: appreciate the fact that,
0: um. There's so much color
3: because like that's a fear of mine. If I ever lived with somebody that I would have to like sacrifice. Eat. You see mm-hmm. how much I talk about gray walls and yeah, like, yeah. hating the fact that people are like agreeable gray <laughs> and I, like, depression gray. Like, ah, I love it so much. <laughs> um, which is because that's like a blue to me. So that I love this actually. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know which gray I'm talking about though, right? The, I don't think so. It's this, um, it's the light gray okay it's it's particularly the light gray that everybody does okay that's my yeah and then they'll just do the gray walls and that's it there's like no action there's nothing cool about the house there's like no personality it's like gray walls we did it (laughs) yeah look at the sterility oh my god (laughs) it's so medicinal oh i love it (laughs) uh yeah so that's my i don't know like I really like
0: th- really like this. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. It's been Adam's family? Uh that hand? Yeah. That's her hand, a mold of her hand.
3: She's way cooler than me though. <laughs> I, mean, I would say like She's cooler than all yeah, of us. Yeah, I would say her ideas have surpassed mine a uh, little bit. Okay. Nothing else, she's an inspiration.
0: Yeah, she built those bookshelves out of wine boxes. Yeah. Um Yeah, she's incredible. um uh, it's inspiring. I mean, you know, yeah. my, I'm, no. I'm not good at any of that yeah. stuff, um, but being around it, like my discipline is writing, right? Yeah. And so, like, being around it sparks a lot, you know, especially the just the creative energy. I mean, she's yeah. out in the garage right now building stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I'm
3: clearly I'm, I'm both. Right? You know, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm gonna build something, and then I'm gonna sit and
0: talk shit on Twitter. Okay, so let me, uh, that's another question I have for you, and.
3: You've been so generous. No, time. you're good. Okay, Go ahead. Cool. We're
0: good. All right, cool. I don't want to take too much more. No, are good. I'm interested in that because you do tweet like 400 times every second. <sighs> and so I am interested in, and much to my delight, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I am interested in like how, where you are, what your creative process looks like. Like, are you a get up and do the work kind of person? No. Okay. So
3: I am very much an Iverson, <clears throat> <Okay>. unfortunately. <laughs> I am very Iverson. But again.
0: (laughs) Hey, he's one of the greats.
3: Right. But he doesn't have a ring. So Mm. if I can't be bad, I can't be better. And so I recognize that discipline is not my best thing. Um this is where a name drop Michael Harriet told so, I me. Mean, he was like, you need to get on Twitter. No, he was like, that's interesting. Yeah. But he, Michael Harriet. So I know I've known him way before he was Michael Harriet too. Uh, Cause he did uh, poetry. Okay. So um, I met him probably 10 years ago before he was, you know, we've always known each other, yeah. but he was like, you need to get on Twitter. And that's actually also how I got um, a job writing twice a week because mm-hmm karen hunter would like my tweets even the ridiculous ones Mm -hmm. and so i said hey you keep liking these tweets you can like the writing for real i didn't say that i'm sorry if she's listening (laughs) no but i was just like hey i I know somebody right i I know somebody who's like you know snarky and you know has a degree in history like and she i was like not you know good at both not necessarily in that order and she was like all right and so there's that's some, great. Yeah, that's she's also the person facilitating because I think
0: there is so much utility to Twitter, and like yeah, I, I get a lot out of it. And it, for me, it has it's not. I don't like. I don't clap back. Like I, I just. <laughs> I, I want to be there. You know, like, I
3: want to be. Where Rihanna is Is not where she was Cause I'm definitely where she was I want to be where she is
0: But I don't have as many eyes on my tweets As you do yeah. you, know, you, you got 30,000 however many followers
3: I don't even mind if people disagree I think people purposely Try to misconstrue and be You know obtuse Yeah, um, And I always think it's like weird Like why would I want to play stupid for likes
1: Uh uh-huh. Um
3: But I think people go out of their way to be rude Mm. just for the sake of being contrarian. Because like, like, oh, you guys buy those computers because, um, because it was the the MacBook tweet that went viral. Mm. Then like, people, I'm like, are you serious? Like, (laughs) it's a joke. Like, and people go way too far with stuff that's like a simple joke. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to make people laugh. Like, I can make you the joke if you want. Right, right. And Mm. because the tweet was like, um, learning how to right click with a MacBook, like requires at least a master's
1: degree yeah
3: and people these people vote what does that have to do with me not knowing this technology on a computer i just got yeah, yeah. like what does that have to do with anything yeah these yeah. people vote like or you guys only get these computers for aesthetics actually it was a gift yeah um and i mean sometimes i really shouldn't be as sensitive but i'm just like why do you care
0: why do you care yeah why do you care <laughs> yeah No, that makes that I don't know, but it's like what an innocuous comment that you made. Like, there's really nothing.
3: I mean, the okay, so the Orlando tragic joke.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, is was about Adam Silver, like expanding the NBA into new cities, and I tweeted, "They should bring one here to Orlando because we don't have a team." And man, the. Hand lovers were <laughs> upset. <laughs> they were pissed. The hand lovers were pissed.
0: I, right before you got here, I just was like, "All right, let's see what Kyle is up to now to see if uh, like if there's any talking points on this uh, on our Twitter timeline." And it was just. It <laughs> like, I was s- like, "Oh, we're going, we're going in. We're going in. Then we're going in." I was like, "Does this end?" Ever? No. Like, and then the trying- guys
3: like you've been talking about it from two days. I was like that tweet original two is 21, 21 hours, hours ago I, that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how we got two days I'm out like, of that. where's the
0: bluetooth yeah and like I oh I like, yeah I gotta but i will
3: say that mm-hmm. i have to temper like if i'm high you'll notice my reactions to things will be smoother yeah. if i'm high i'll just i'll I will still say something snarky if I'm high, but it's way with a less unbothered, like with a more unbothered approach. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, oh, that's crazy, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. wow. You, yeah. So uh, sometimes I'm like, okay, you shouldn't respond to your... High, but then by that time it's too late.
0: (laughs) Well, we were just like we started off talking about your exchange with Roy Wood Junior., which I think is just like about as cool as it could get, like in terms of
3: he's so he's like so nice in real life. Like he followed me, and I was like,
0: how do these people
3: know? Trevor Noah followed me, and that was. That was a day. Okay,
0: that's what I was. That was. That the only was so question. whenever I
3: lose followers or certain people, I check. I'm like, is, okay, Trevor's still fine. Yeah.
0: Followers. Okay. So that was gonna be my question: Is like you've had all your 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 work has been in front of all these amazing. Yeah, Trevor like celebrities
3: Noah. know who I am, but I'm not a celebrity.
0: It's so, so that's, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So is there is there other than Trevor Noah you just mentioned? Is there one that you're just like, holy shit?
3: Oh, Lenny Kravitz.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. when
3: he like he was like, this is my first time seeing your work, <laughs> sister. God bless. Do you know who you are? (laughs) And so a lot of times when the celebrities were following me, I would get the notification afterwards. But that particular notification came immediately to my phone Uh because I was already following him because I wasn't following a lot of people on Instagram at first. And that one immediately came to my phone. And I was like, and I broke my shoe. And I just looked at the message and I left it for a few hours. And I came back. I remember I was driving home and I was like, Okay, I should respond, and I was like, um, "I, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm so taken aback. I broke my shoe.
1: Um,
3: <laughs> uh, oh, Kyla, be yeah, cool. there was no cool at all. There's none. It was all gone. Um, Buster Imes is really nice. Um, I didn't get to meet him, but I have talked to him on the phone before. Oh wow! And I talked to Salam Remy. That was the one that did it. Okay. For, so Salam Remy, people know his work, but they don't know who he is. So uh-huh. Salam Remy is like as prolific as Timbaland, as prolific as the Neptunes and um, I guess Dr. Dre, right? But wow, he yeah. is not like, so he's done work for the Fugees, okay. um, Nas.
0: Uh, wow. This is my, the black
3: eyed uh, yeah, peas yeah like he's, that was my high school cd collection
0: till yeah you, till yeah so IPs. he
3: <laughs> also was my my favorite singer was amy winehouse
0: uh, uh-huh.
3: and he did most of frank her first album and half of back to black oh wow so to me i've always said like i hope that my work touches people the way that amy winehouse's work touches me because she legitimately saved my life like oh wow I was in a really abusive relationship when I first started listening to her and she like just her music really helped me get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um and so to listen years later to like so Oh yeah, I've seen her work. And I was like I'm like and I was like my birthday is like right around hers and he was like oh you're a Virgo and I was like oh this is a moment. I don't even awesome. know what Virgo means, but <laughs> this is a
1: moment. But
3: that like that was kind of that one brought me to tears cuz yeah. I knew that I would never be able to talk to Amy Winehouse, right? Like, but to know that I was talking to someone who got to create with her yeah, yeah. was like otherworldly.
0: Yeah. Otherworldly. Uh, well, the yeah. power of yeah. art. Yeah. The power of this, the human connection yeah, that, that was otherworldly. Yeah. That's amazing.
3: That one was the one I think that was, um, but yeah, like, I mean, there were other celebrities i have, you know, met or not met, but like in, you know, interacted with online and they're like, I love your work. Um, Tiana Taylor's husband likes my work. Uh I don't know if Tiana loves it, but I love her very, very much. (laughs) Um, so I hope she likes it. Um, so yeah, I mean, but for the most part, they've just like been very like, Oh, I love your work. It's like really dope. And I'm like, Lily Allen, Lily oh. Allen too, which I listen to smile about. I probably owe her money, but you know, Limewire is a weird thing. You know, so she's like, I'm, you know, I'm imagining this is what she said because she was writing. It. She's, I'm going down a rabbit hole of your work. You know, <laughs> and you know, I was like, You're Lily Allen. Like, get out of here. Oh, so, uh, so yeah. I mean, those are kind of the interactions. But I'm always, because I'm nicer. You know, I'm I'm sweeter on Instagram than I'm on Twitter. So uh. I'm like always. Like, these celebrities are seeing me tweet like this. I'm not going to get a job. <laughs> this is awful. Stop doing this. This is
0: bad. Please don't stop. Ah! Stop. <laughs> uh, that's a like, really good segue into what we usually end on, which is the art that you're inspired by okay. at the moment. Like, what has you fired up? Something you're listening to, or a film you saw, or some poetry, or something? Jeez, that's
3: awful. Uh, okay. This is weird. This is a quote I saw today. Nice. Um, It's when I tell you where the quote is from, (laughs) I don't know if you agree, but it was a quote that resonated with me more than it probably should have. Oh, interesting. Um, It was, where do I have this girl? I'm too sensitive. I need to be slightly numb in order to regain the enthusiasms I once had as a child. Oh, interesting. That was Kurt Cobain in his suicide note. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know that I needed to hear that. Today. Yeah. Yeah. I did, though. Yeah.
3: But, oh, that did kind of uh, made me think about, like, younger Kyla. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of like a... But Billy Jill Armstrong from the um, from Green Day uh-huh. followed me on Instagram. Uh-huh. And I was just like, Do you know who you are?
0: It's so, when that shit happens, it doesn't happen to me with the frequency that it seems to happen to you, but it does happen to me where there's like somebody from my childhood that yeah. now knows who I am yeah. it, 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 on some level. Yeah, right? no. And I was just like, yeah.
3: You know, even, I mean, obviously, I I definitely listen to Green Day songs. I mean, I grew up in Seminole County, but also (laughs) it was interesting because it was like I was cool for five seconds in my head because it was like all the cool kids listened to Green Day. Like, you know, they were the the, you know, the the rebel band for middle schoolers. Sure. and it was even kids that didn't think that I was cool that listened to Green Day. Yeah. So to have like somebody like that, literally oh, the lead singer. Yeah. It was way.
0: like
1: a, yeah. fuck
3: yeah. You know?
0: yeah, yeah I'm like important. 12 year old Kyla. Really. Like I told y'all. Yeah. I, tried, like, I was trying to tell y'all.
3: I even had one of my middle school bullies message me on Instagram.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And like, how did that go?
3: i'm i don't do well with people substituting i recognize we were children yeah but the way that i was made fun of was a particularly harsh way Uh
1: uh-huh
3: um and not to like segue too far away because i know we were trying to wrap it up but um you know growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood there were very few other black kids Uh and particularly like the black boys were kind of make fun of me and it was it was a different Mm. thing because when white kids made fun of me they made fun of me when black boys would make fun of me they would make fun of my black femaleness Ah. so um like i have my hair straightened today um but i've I've never had a weave, right? Like, and people are like, oh, no, this is all me. But I had really long braids Uh and they were, they were my hair. And he used to say, it's not fair. It's not fair. Give the horses back their hair. And so even that I was like, I'll never get it now. Like, and I've had braids since then, but like,
1: yeah,
3: it was very much targeted because he knew that it was something that, um, was specific about my demographic it wasn't you're weird it was very much like uh especially sensitive spot yeah yeah yeah. and it was
0: that's a real dig that's a real intentional yeah i
3: think too it was very much like there were so few of us Mm -hmm. that should have been someone that was protecting me felt very much like somebody who was you know, just fattening me up for slaughter in a way. Yeah. It was just very much a, you know, like it was very targeted. And so when he messaged me, he was like, I see you doing your thing. And I was like, I think you're not. I didn't say that out loud. I was just like, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Since we're talking about appearance, I don't want to misrepresent. The guy that I mentioned earlier was probably more muscular than me, and I said he was uh-huh. built like me. So when you see him, don't be like, what the fuck? Who the fuck No, you no. Is? I don't care about that. <laughs> it just made me think yeah, about no, like, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, um, it. Yeah, no, no. He's a short,
0: stocky dude. <laughs> I'm trying to –
3: I'll have to go back and ask Orange uh, who that was. Yeah. But, um, okay, I'm sorry. We had to go back to where we no, were. No, it's okay. I really appreciate it. I said way a lot. I'm sorry. I'm so
0: glad you do. I mean, we do. That's how it – it's a free-flowing conversation about the creative good, process good. with creative people. So, like, that's... Let it marinate. Exactly. This is what we do. Um, the... Okay, I know I said I was going to let you go, but You're we good. didn't We You're didn't good. talk about your friend Matt in Tennessee that much.
3: Matt! And we love Matt. So, like,
0: I could really... I remember when that happened, yeah. you know, and reading about it and everything. And uh, the... And as a teacher... You know, I think yeah. I even tweeted at the time something like, "Cause I don't think I was in a classroom at that moment. I think I was like, te- no, I. I that's, I'll tell you what it was. I was working. My kids were all in Brooklyn, and uh-huh. I was teaching remotely at the time. So I wasn't in a Florida classroom. But my last oh, year, yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm kind of back, but oh. anyway, different, different time, different, okay. different discussion. All right, all right. Um, but what I in 2020, I had a civics group, right? Uh, seventh graders civics class. And, um, this is right when DeSantis is starting to like be, be on dick. his shit. Yeah. Um, and he always, always was a dick, but he was yeah. like, he was starting Dicky. to do the real big stuff. And the, the election was coming up, 2020 election <sighs> and I'm teaching civics, right? Yeah. And I've got a pretty diverse group of kids. Okay. Um, so I went to my principal and I was like, listen, um, who happens to, I guess, relative to, relevant to the story, uh, is black. Uh huh. And I went to her and I was like, listen, I want to make sure that my black kids and my gay kids know I got their back. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do that through my actions. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no substitute. Yeah. They can see right through some bullshit. So like, I'm going to have to sh- yeah. show them that they can trust me. But I also want it like, I want them to walk into my room and feel like, oh, okay. Come for it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'd really like to put up a Black Lives Matter flag and a pride flag in my classroom. Is that okay with you? And Uh-oh. she took a beat, and she was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm glad good. you're doing that. I got your back. Yeah, right. So that's 2020. That's you before can stop woke today. right? You can Let's never bef- do that like, like you know. So like, yeah. I ended up teaching again at a at a at a white charter school, predominantly white charter school. Charter school. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come back because
3: I <laughs> have things about the charter school. Well, this
0: was a school that like they almost openly admit that. They didn't want their kids going to school with black kids, so they mm. opened a charter school. Like they don't, of course, don't use that exact language. language. It's always coded language. It's always mm-hmm. coded, but it's like re- the schools weren't good, yeah. right? Yeah, and there's like because ten we black took all kids. the money out of them, right? Exactly, exactly. And this and this place does have money, and you know, <laughs> look at nonsense, <laughs> <laughs> little co-host, little co-star, rascal. Um, but I left. And I don't, I'm not proud of this. I'm just being honest. I left that Black Lives Matter flag in a box because I was like, I could get yeah, sued. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't I mean, know, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. If, if I knew my principal had my back, it might be different. Right. And so, like, I really feel for Matt. And, like, he was doing a good thing. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? He was doing a good thing introducing his kids to your work. And it just really, I don't know if I have a question here at all or anything other than just like it, it broke my heart, you know? And I'm just so glad that, that he was using your work, but like, he, yeah, he
3: also gave them a ta codes Coates essay first. Yeah. And that experience was interesting because like I said, I went to the, um, hearing for him being fired
1: uh-huh.
3: and, I wish I would have said this at the fucking time, but you know, that was that, yeah. what is that thing called when there's like a whole term for it, something elevator or something uh, when you wish you would have said something in the mm, moment.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: it was interesting because they kept saying that I and tanahasi Coates, and for those who don't know, he's like a super acclaimed professor at Howard. Um, were not credible sources. And I was like, how could I not be a credible source to my own experience? Right. And then sitting around a table being, you know, effectively unkindly interviewed about my space in this world by a group of white people. And no one ever thought that that was white privilege in itself Mm -hmm. that I had to validate who I was in my experience and run it by these people who disagreed with it. And so therefore it was voided. Yeah. Um, and like I said, when the, the lawyer found out what my degree was, he kind of stopped talking. Mm -hmm. Uh, he really wrapped those questions up quickly. Um, it was just a really, I had like mixed emotions about it because I was like, oh my God, like somebody was fired for showing my work. Yeah. Um, but also a beautiful friendship has blossomed from that. That's great. Um, I'm in their family group chat. I probably am not as <laughs> active as I should be, but we play Wordle every day. Aww. So, or sometimes like I'll play it like at midnight. And I'm like, I'm not going to text, but you know, uh-huh. uh, they're actually way better at it than
1: I am.
3: Um, I mean, his niece knows me. Hi, you know, like,
1: oh, uh, that's
3: yeah, May, she knows me and stuff. So, um, I mean, I've spent time with their, their, you know, their family, awesome. like, you know, so, yeah. uh, I really enjoy them as people and love them as people. I just hate that that was the circumstance that, you know, it had to be under. Like that was how we became friends. And uh, But he lost his job. It was about two years now. And, I mean, it's been stressful because, you know, he's a a teacher in the middle of Tennessee, and that was very much a part of who he was. I wouldn't say his identity, but... He identified as a teacher. You know, yeah. it, it brought him a lot of joy. Yeah. Uh, we did a college show together. And even just knowing him for the last two years, it was really interesting to see him change over time mm-hmm. because it did change him a lot. Mm-hmm. And it made him kind of way more like, no, I got to assert my space, mm. even for him. So that's great. Yeah. That's a like really been an interesting like that. experience. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's that says a lot about him. Yeah. Um cuz he's
3: like legitimately one of the nicest people ever. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes like when you're very nice, sometimes people take advantage of that. So it's been really good seeing him say no. I'm I'm this is beyond my boundary and yeah. you know, I I don't agree.
0: Man. Kyla, this has been You want to guess how long we've been talking? 2 hours. Hour and a half. Ah. <laughs> go, like, um, you got the stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to go um,
3: be uh, the greatest godmom today. So uh, I'm the greatest godmom every day. <laughs> but I, I love my godkids. So I have some that live here, some in Atlanta. So
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Go about it, and I am. Uh, I'm definitely gonna make sure that I make your performance um the hour long performance. Yes. Um, Gonna I'm gonna do two
3: more this year here. Okay. So if you don't if you don't get that Good. one, I'm gonna do another one with Orange who runs last night's show. Uh-huh. Technically the other one is, but I think the the one that I'm doing at his show will be shorter as well. So I
0: got an email today. It was a nice touch. I got oh, you sent e- you an email? Yeah, I, I assume it was just like a mass email sent yeah. to everybody who went, right? But it was just like thanks for coming out, and then of course it was selling his next thing. Yeah, but, but I was just it was like, like good marketing. Is, yeah, that was like a really yeah. nice touch, yeah. you know? Because I did have a blast. Like I, I'm going to try terrible to go back. At marketing, so uh,
3: which is weird for somebody with a, a fair social media presence. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty shitty at marketing. I
0: don't have a clue how to do any of it. You know, I, I don't know how, how to, to promote say myself. controversial things. <laughs> I'm yeah, good at that. If <laughs> yeah, I can't do it.
3: anything, I can get under some skin and exfoliate. I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. No, this thank has been you for awesome. having me. It was a blast
3: for real. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. It was fire. <laughs>
0: Kyla Janae Lacey y'all thank you so much Kyla thank all of you for listening that's right Kyla.com for all things Kyla that's that's w-r-i-t-e-k-y-l-a.com for all things Kyla Janae Lacey you can buy her album The End of an Air" on Bandcamp or over there on her website give her a follow on social media y'all if you're not convinced to follow her on Twitter by now I'm not sure what else I can say catch her live if she comes to your town um her performance, as I mentioned in this conversation, was incredible here at Banks Coffee in Orlando. Um, and then getting to talk to her the next day, this was maybe the most fun I've ever had making this show. Like. Despite the fact that we touched on such like heavy topics, we still had a fucking blast. And I'm I'm such a fan of hers and I have the feeling this will not be the last time she appears on The Marinade. Marinadepodcast.com for all things The Marinade. We got written pieces, we got photography, we have our much in need of updating online store and more. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Spoutable and Twitter. Subscribe and give us a five-star rating on your podcast app. Tell a friend about the show. These are all free ways to support The Marinade. And we really appreciate every little bit. If you can swing it, consider joining our Patreon community, y'all. Just two bucks a month, you can gain access to Patreon-exclusive content, like our show Jason's Journey, where I talk about the moments that shape my creative life and provide a window into the process of making The Marinade. Y'all, you can now try a free trial of Patreon. Let's see if you like it. Seven days, uh, set a reminder on your phone. So if you want to cancel after seven days, you can. But if you like it, it's just two bucks a month and keep going with it. We have all kinds of fun stuff up there. We have our monthly show called What We're Getting Down On. That's a conversation between me and my good friend, Peter Haroldson, where we talk about the art that has us fired up at the moment. The most recent episode of that, I talk about Kyla's work and give a little bit more of a behind the scenes into how this conversation came to be to kind of told the origin story of how I got into her work and connected with her. Um, we're gonna take all this money that we get from the pa- Patreon, or if you, uh, if you don't want to commit and you just want to like give us a, a, a tip because you like this particular episode, you can Venmo or PayPal us. It's just at the Marinade, and all the money goes right back into making the show. Right now, what that means specifically is we're going to Bonnaroo, y'all. We got to prove to cover Bonnaroo. It's coming up in a few days and we could use your help getting there. So, um, you know, if you want to do the Patreon, we'd love for you to be there and enjoy all that content. If you just want to give us a tip at the marinade, I'm just taking that money and putting it in the into my Mazda and, and driving to Bonnaroo with it. So we really appreciate it if you can swing it. If not, we're just grateful that you listen, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word about the marinade. Until next time, go out and create something. Cheers, y'all.